Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the podcast from P-Town. Hope everybody's having another good week out there. Hope uh, your weather's staying pretty nice. It's getting chillier here. It's going to get a lot chillier over the next couple of days, but we can uh, sure use some some snow and some wet weather so we can get our reservoirs filled back up. I think they said our one of our big reservoirs around here is at 22% of capacity, which is way way down there actually see they actually had a thing in the paper the other day or on the news the other day where you can see the pylons or whatever from an old bridge that used to cross over the river that's now part of the reservoir so that's how far it's down they said those things haven't been seen in like 50 years so it's down there uh quite a ways uh sorry this is a day late went and watched my cousin's kid uh play a football game last night so i didn't get a chance to record on Tuesday like I usually do but better late than never uh looking at the news we did I saw today that they some investigators or some cold case investigators actually say that they identified the Zodiac killer and if you listen to true crime at all or watch anything about that Zodiac killer is one of the biggest names in true crime and he's never been caught or never been found out who it was, but it sounds like these, uh, a bunch, I think it was like four cold uh, cold case investigators ended up uh, breaking some of the, the codes, or maybe it was 40, I don't know. They ended up breaking some of the codes and say that they found a person that matches pretty much everything about him. The bad part about this is the person that they're saying did all this stuff died in uh, 2018, so... They aren't going to be able to get any answers there, but maybe they can. I don't know if they had preserved any DNA evidence from the people that he had killed, and then they can uh, go exhume his grave and um, check his DNA against that, which, I mean, it'd give the family closure at this point, but it won't really bring those people back. Went up uh, hunting this last weekend, had a good time up there. We did have enough rain to where they lifted the fire uh, fire ban or whatever, so we were able to have a campfire. And we were sitting around the campfire talking, and one thing occurred to me that, you know, Biden's, Biden's uh, poll numbers are dropping quicker than Bill Clinton's zipper in an Arkansas trailer camp. And they showed that, but the one thing you haven't, heard about anything lately is like hunter biden's laptop or you haven't heard anything about the hillary clinton emails or the um stuff that i think she was supposed to go to court on last september uh nobody's heard anything about that the mainstream media isn't really talking about any of that stuff and they've really kind of backed off of uh what a flop afghan was but I know that Newsmax is one media outlet that does uh, retell some of those stories and whatnot. But it'd be kind of interesting to see where all that type of stuff is at. These things become a real hot topic for a while. And then rather following through with it, the news media just clicks on to the next uh, hot topic or clickbait that they want you to be looking at. And uh, the other thing that I w- we were talking about also, I saw that. I think it was in Alabama, a hospital ended up firing like 175 healthcare or hospital system, I guess, ended up firing 175 healthcare workers because they wouldn't get the vaccine. And it got me to thinking about this. You would think the people in the medical community, if this was a, uh, if this was a 
good vaccine, I guess you want to call it or whatever, the people in the medical community that study this type of stuff would be the first ones going and getting it. You know, the there's tons and tons of medical people out there that just flat say they're not going to get the vaccine. And it may be because they're not that they're against vaccines altogether or they're just against this one or whatever but you'd think you know if it's saving lives and all this other stuff that they would be the ones that were ramrodding to go get it it just seems like it's the officials of the medical system the higher ups that are pushing it and the people down on the floor may not actually agree with it i know i know of quite a few nurses here locally that have lost their job or ended up going to different jobs because they refuse to get it which is sad that people's livelihoods are being affected because they don't want this iv in their body and you know like we've always said is the the iv doesn't stop you from getting it it does lessen it if you do get it but it um doesn't stop you from getting it and you can also pass it on to others and that was another thing that had come out is that they think that maybe some of the people that are vaccinated are becoming like super spreaders because they're not knowing that they really have it and so they're spreading it to other people so it's kind of a still a sad state of affairs that we're in these days uh and what's a really sad state of affairs is the philadelphia eagles football team they are trash i have almost i almost had to turn the game off the other night watching them and it doesn't seem like they're getting any better anytime soon. And now they've got some key players that are hurt. And so who knows where they're going to end up by the end of the year. Like I said last time, I think it was. Maybe this should just be a rebuilding year and or a training camp, extended training camp or something like that. Try to draft some good players and go back at it again next year. But they do have a brand-new coach this year. They have a brand-new quarterback, so... You know, it probably takes some getting used to. I see that some of the players that they end up getting rid of are doing fairly well on other teams, so yay for them, I guess. But anyhow, I think that's about it that we have for the news. Uh, This week, it's going to be a pretty short one, I think. We're talking, this one uh, is the Bridge on the River Kwai. And most people have, uh, this is another one that everybody's probably heard of, but it was Actually, it was a film made in 1957, and it was based on a novel named Bridge Over the River Kwai, and the novel was written in 1952. And the whole plot of this thing, it's about some British POWs that they end up in a Japanese POW camp, and they meet up with some U.S. Navy men there, and the head of the camp, the Japanese guy that was in charge of the camp, he said that all the POWs, even the officers, are going to end up having to work on this bridge over the river Kwai and which that big stretch for the title of the movie there but one of the officers objects and he's saying that he said that it's against the Geneva Convention for officers to do manual labor and um that's kind of odd I guess but Anyhow, the commander, his name, the guy, the commander of the Japanese camp, his name's uh, Sato. He sends all the enlisted men over to the river, and then he's gonna, he keeps all the officers back, and he's gonna, he's gonna shoot all the officers. He's gonna execute execute all of them because they won't be working on the bridge. But there's too many witnesses for him to do this, so he ends up making making all the officers uh, stand in the heat all day, and he puts them in a punishment hut. And except for the main guy, a guy by the name of Nicholson, who is the one who 
objected to it. They put him in an iron cage and ended up beating him for objecting to it. So it goes on, and a couple of guys, they end up escaping, but only one of the guys survives. The other guy ends up getting killed, and he's getting nursed back to health while his comrades are working on the bridge back there, and they're working in the sun, and they're suffering a lot of injuries and things like that, and heat stroke and things like that. The bridge also, it ends up being a total disaster because the POWs, they're trying to sabotage it at every chance they get. And the design of the bridge wasn't that good either, the um, actual design that they were going off of. But Nicholson, he sees how bad it is, and for some reason, he wants them to build it right. He He talks to the POWs and stuff, and he wants them to build the bridge the right way and stop sabotaging it. He thought it'd make the British Army look good, and it would be his legacy. So the uh, it bounces back to the guy in the hospital, and this guy, he goes by the name of Shears, and he's told that they were planning to send in a commando unit to destroy the bridge once it's completed, some of their secret commandos or whatever. And they wanted him to go with them to go back and destroy the bridge, and he doesn't want to in the beginning, but eventually they talked him into it. So they drop in uh, near the bridge, and they make they work their way up to it, and they hook up a bunch of explosives to the bridge. And along with this, it just so happens that the first train that was going to go across the bridge was hauling a bunch of dignitaries, which was even better for them. They'd blow up the bridge and kill a bunch of their dignitaries at the same time. But when they ran all their lines and stuff to the... Uh, to hook their explosives up to the bridge, the water level dropped, and you could see the wires of the explosives. And they caught eye of this, and so Nicholson sees this, and he warned Sado that they were trying to blow up the bridge, so they head down the hill to the river to try and defuse all the explosives. Sado ends up getting attacked and stabbed to death, and then the guy that stabbed him, a guy by the name of Joyce, he's mortally wounded, so Shears, the guy that was in the hospital... He tries to swim across the river, but he ends up getting shot. And seeing all this stuff uh, going on, Nicholson, he becomes grief-stricken. I know this is a lot of bouncing back and forth, but this is just how the movie goes. Uh, Then Warden, one of the other guys, he ends up firing a mortar, and he wounds Nicholson, who falls on the detonator, and ends up blowing the bridge. So it's kind of a, you know... It could only happen in movies, I guess, kind of something like this happening. And it's kind of a cruel justice that the guy who tried to warn him that they were blowing up the bridge was the one that actually ended up falling on the detonator and blowing it up. But anyhow, about the film, uh, so that was kind of the plot of it. This was It was the highest grossing film of 1957. It brought in an estimated $15 million dollars. And by 1960, the film had brought in an estimated $30 million. It also won seven Academy Awards, and it's been regarded as uh, one of the greatest films of all time. But, and they, they talk about it, well, the things in the book, they're, you know, it's obviously a fictional book. There is kind of a historical account to this. Uh, there was a railway that the Japanese uh, were wanting to build from Thailand to Burma. To, uh, I think it was along the Burma Road or whatever. And they also had POWs build it. And near the bridge, though, it, it where we were talking about the guys 
suffering a lot of damage or a lot of injuries and stuff. Uh, near the bridge, there's a cemetery that's said to hold the graves of about 9,000 soldiers who ended up working on it. And most of the soldiers are British, um, Dutch, Australian, and American. So a lot of people ended up uh, dying building this bridge, and it ended up getting it the name the Railway of Death. But different from the movie, though, the bridge didn't actually uh, get blown up. It's still in. It's actually still in use today. The bridge that was blown up in the movie was actually in Sri Lanka. Uh, they actually constructed a bridge there because of the scenery that was there, and it was the largest movie set of the time. It took about eight mil or eight months to build this thing and it cost around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and then they just blew it up for the movie but they obviously got their money back in spades over that deal but what's even more fun is the area where the bridge is it was in it was also infested with poisonous snakes and the men working on the bridge were getting tortured malnourished and the allied planes were bombing the area and they also were getting bitten by poisonous snakes and I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but I know my dad, he was a Vietnam veteran, and he said there are supposedly a lot of poisonous snakes over in that part of the world. So, yeah, they had all that uh, type of stuff going against them. So it ob you can obviously see why there was probably close to 9,000 uh, soldiers in that cemetery. And the other thing, too, the Allied planes were bombing around the area. It kind of makes you wonder how many of the guys ended up getting... Um, killed by friendly fire but one person was quoted in some of the or in one of the research places i was looking at he said that the railway cost one human life for every piece of railway that was laid and so that's uh that's not a very good uh a very good toll to um have but anyhow that's pretty much all i had for uh this this episode um I looked back through things a couple uh, different times and really couldn't find a whole lot more to uh, talk about rather than just going more into the plot of the movie. But at that point, you might as well just watch the movie. I've been kind of thinking about watching it. kind of got me interested in it a little bit. But anyhow, um, that's it for this one. Uh, go out there, like I always say, go out there and follow us on Podcast from P-Town on Facebook, considering it is up. Uh, everybody knows the last um the other day facebook suffered the largest outage that i think it's ever had and can you imagine all the work that people ended up getting done that day without having facebook to surf and instagram and uh what is it is it snapchat or one of those other, or one of those things that facebook owns as well but anyhow yeah follow us on uh podcast from p-town on facebook uh p-town podcast on instagram or send me a good old-fashioned email at ptownpodcast74 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. We'll see you on the next one.